Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And the official 2022 NFL season is now over. We watched the Super Bowl together. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Eagles 38-35, to 35, um, proving that the script is, in fact, untrue. There is no yeah, NFL script. It was close. It was very close. I was slightly concerned. Um, it, it actually was a pretty good game, despite, I mean, the final minute obviously was not as exciting as the rest of the game, but I'd say it was one of the, the better Super Bowls that I've seen in a while. Oh, definitely. It was a, it was a good game. Sure was. Did you think it was an actual holding call? Yes. Yeah, and I think everyone else did too. Yeah. Every player at least. I will give credit where credit's due. I felt Sirianni and other Eagles players actually um, were respectful with the questions that were asked regarding the holding call. I mean, all of them kind of said like, I mean, the guy who actually held claimed it was a hold. And that's why they called it and other people, uh, other players and Sirianni was like that, that didn't make or break the game despite yeah. it happening, obviously pretty much at the final few plays of the game. But anywho, this is not an NFL podcast. This is a Minnesota Vikings podcast. Mm -hmm. So we're here mm -hmm. to talk about our Minnesota Vikings and Andrew, you kind of set the agenda for this week's episode. So what, what, uh, I'll leave it to you. What are we talking about here today? Um, the Super Bowl. Nope. Just did. <laughs> Top three free agents to consider slash we can afford. <laughs> and I guess just Thielen contract. Correct. Yes. We're going to, I think, focus on free agency this episode. We could start by talking about the Delvin Cook shoulder surgery, which occurred today. I did not know that. And it also would guarantee him $2 million. So if we released him, it'd be we'd save $2 million less than we would have yesterday. Be because now he had to have surgery? Is that like in his contract or what, why is that a thing? I mean, it was obviously has something to do with his contract. So we, I know injuries have a big part with contracts and guarantees. So do you think that will also then affect his trade value as well? Nope. Yeah. I mean, slightly, but I think for the most part you weren't, I mean, I would literally trade him for like anything. I mean, what I've heard is like he's one of few players that you could actually get trade value for. Um, like some people are saying you could potentially get like a fourth round for Cook. That's it. But I mean, that's, you know, better than nothing. Better than just straight up losing. And you save more money by trading. Yeah. And you get something in return. Potentially. Mm -hmm. but, Not with our draft history. 
which is why you feel so strongly that uh, the next future Viking franchise quarterback is in the draft. Couldn't be worse. Can't get any worse than no playoff wins. Well, this episode, we're not talking about Kirk Cousins. We're not talking about the draft. We are talking again about free agent signing. So first is first, we have to cut people to clean up our cap space to then be able to actually, you know, offer contracts and money to free agents. So we'll try and make this not super, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial. I feel like ones that we're all on the same page with is we're cutting Eric Hendricks, no doubt. Yeah. There's no trade value for him. You save a shite ton of money. 13 mil, I believe, to be exact. No, right around 8 million. Oh. Is what you save? Hmm. Okay. Anywho, 8 mil. Uh, you cut Jordan Hicks. That's another. You, you have the numbers. How much money saved is that? Like around four. Okay. Um, you cut CJ Ham. Only like two. Adios. Um, another one that I saw that I thought. Chris Reed. Yep. Yep. Chris Reed yeah. would be another. I think I saw two or three. He was literally barely active last year. Um, and then, uh, if you, which again could be also, I feel realistic and non-controversial is you restructure Brian O'Neill. He's probably going to miss maybe a few games at the start or at least like not be a hundred percent definitely at the start. So you can kind of restructure him to clean up the rest of your cap space. <clears throat> and with doing all those decisions, you don't have to worry about Thielen. You don't have to worry about Kirk yet. You don't have to worry about Smith. You don't even have to worry about cook. Uh, uh, yeah. You don't have to worry about Dalvin cook yet. Just put those on the side for the time being doing all those moves, cutting those players and restructuring O'Neal gets you at positive cap space. So now you have positive cap space. Who are, what are the first three positions you're going shopping for? So not draft free agency. I would say we'll just say first one should be cornerback wrong. The second one should be linebacker. Correct. And the third one should be center. Wrong. Hayes, your turn. <laughs> linebacker. Correct. Um, I love how this guy is looking around. Back. Clearly did no research whatsoever. And we'll throw in a wide receiver too. You just said running back? As a top player to shop for. Well, no. Also wrong. Linebackers, for sure. But what I read and what I've seen is apparently this draft class is super duper deep in cornerbacks. It is. So, in that case, take a gamble in the draft. Are you shaking your head? It is. It is. I'm not saying it's not, but you also don't want to throw out a bunch of just super young cornerbacks. Like, you need someone that's established. I still say, yeah, you get someone, but I think you focus on linebacker maybe even two free agent linebackers. Cause I mean, you're, you're cutting two starting linebackers and you are, you're cutting two starting linebackers. No, I know. 
Oh, you're shaking your head about going after two free agent linebackers. I think there's a lot of good ones out there. And then I'd say, because this draft class is not wide receiver heavy, kind of what Hayes said, you go for a wide receiver two, maybe a wide receiver two B or wide receiver three A, um, like someone who can, deep threat. someone who can put up not a thousand yards, but like 800, put up feeling numbers for a fraction of the price. Mm-hmm. And maybe so, not super slow. Yeah. Ideally not someone old, but one player that I did research could be very interesting to pick up, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, but I, I guess, yeah, I, if it's three separate positions, I would maybe consider a cornerback as well. You, you, you do have, Hopefully a health, healthy Andrew Booth Jr. Um, I'm curious, what do you do with Dantzler? See ya. Do you cut him straight up or do you give him a chance and then just kind of – because he'll be Trade entering him. his – could you get anything for him? He's entering his third year. So Seventh third, round. You wouldn't cut him. Isn't it his fourth? No. He Actually, is yeah. a joke. It is his fourth. He's a choke. He's trash. Trade him. But what could you get for him? Maybe a fourth or a... If you, could, if you could get a fourth, then yeah, go for it. You could get maybe a, maybe a seventh. Okay, and then I would say it's not worth it. Is a seventh round pick really worth a guy who you've already invested three years in? That How much does he make? Doesn't cost a lot of money. He's still on his rookie contract. So you could just, yeah, he's, you can ride it out. Mm-hmm. Unless you could get a fourth or higher. Then I'd say 100%. He's just so bad. He's just, he's so weak. I I would, I disagree. I think he put up fine. He, he had improvement numbers when he was healthy and he played this year in the first half of the season. Once he came back, he was terrible. Agreed. But I think he's still necked up. Um, Anywho, with regarding cornerbacks, the only ones that you probably will not be seeing next year are Pat P and Shandon Sullivan. Yeah. Which is two of your starters. <clears throat> yeah, but one was literally putrid. The worst like, corner in the league. I think ranking wise, and you'll you'll sign Duke Shelley for super cheap. Mm-hmm. And he was Pretty a cheap. starter for the second half of the season. So um, I think with a deep, I think you, you, yeah, you may be, I mean, you can sign a corner and still draft a corner. Agreed. But I'm saying like I you don't can think... sign a linebacker, still draft a linebacker. Agreed. But I don't think a cornerback should be the first free agent we're shopping for. I mean, it's no. our weakest position on the team, but linebackers by far the weakest position. I on think the team. linebacker is as well. Who do you want then? Cornerback wise, who who strikes your your interest and your fancy that we can afford and that we should put money into? Well, I mean, you can afford any of them, but you just be weaker in other positions. I think Jamel Dean would be nope. nice, but he's nope. very expensive. It's impossible to get him. I knew best. you were going to say it's that. Not it's, not it's not yes, impossible. It yes, no, it it's not impossible. It's not. It's not. 
How much you haven't? How much you haven't had like a nineteen expensive... million? You'd be paying him nineteen million a year. No, it'd be like 16, 15, 16. Bro, there's no way we could afford that. Yes, you can. You can. No, trust me. No, you could not. You could not pay him, Zadarius Smith, and Daniel Hunter all fifteen million dollars. You can though. It's two hundred thirty million dollars in cap room. But then you aren't paying anyone else. Well, that's not necessarily true. You wouldn't be able to find your wide receiver two in free agents. You shouldn't be looking for a wide receiver two in free agency. You, you mm. wouldn't be able to. Um, yes, you should pay money. Oh, no, you can even you so can even you can pay anyone for a line. There's not a good wide receiver in the free agency coming I disagree. up. There's I got not. two two come to mind, but we'll, we're going to focus on Juju. your. We can't afford him either. Super expensive. Why don't you get, look at look at players that cost less than ten million dollars a year? Because that's essentially what we're they're all scrubs. For. Not scrubs. I think people that could elevate. No. Okay. Who else other than someone that costs nineteen million dollars? Um, I would say Cameron Sutton from Pittsburgh. I really like and Rock Yasin from Las Vegas. They're both. They could both play slot. Um. So that would be nice. And then you really only need one more outside cornerback to be like your starters. What would Sutton cost? Like seven to eight a year. Is he older? He's only 27. Okay. Rocky Sins only 26. He played a lot better last year than he did in years past. Okay. And Sutton comes from Pittsburgh. So he, he, he has already worked with Flores. Which I feel I mean, like sorta. a good thing. Yeah. And what was the third name guy and what team? Rock Sin from Las Vegas. That sounds Asian. Uh, he'd be a little more expensive, but what? younger. <laughs> wouldn't be my first option. Um, I think if you're going to make a big splash in free agency, it should be at cornerback. Because you just like you don't have a number one cornerback right now. You haven't had it since Xavier Rhodes, and you don't like the amount of money you're spending on your Jamel cornerback Jamel. room is nothing right now. You'll never get it's... him. Okay, what's your alternatives what? then? You How want old? Duke Shelley and Andrew Booth and Cameron Dantzler starting again? Nope. No, I think you. I think you put all these young guys and compete for starting positions as um, a cornerback. Because again, but you can't only have young guys agreed, but it's not, it's not like completely young guys. Dantzler does have experience. Duke Shelley does have experience. Um, you, you also, you just kind of need guys who are pretty decent or slightly better than, uh, than man. Like they don't need to be huge. You just need guys who can like keep up with receivers. So that's why young guys, it's not a bad decision because I feel like with Flores' defense, he's bringing pressure. Um, they're blitzing more. So hopefully there's like, you're not expecting a lot of your cornerbacks to just get burned deep and have wide open, huge 50-yard pass plays. Like I think the expectation defensively is that pressure is going to be brought and you just need a cornerback that can hang with different wide receivers, which is what 
we currently have just young, fast. We do. Dancer's quick. Duke Shelley's good. We have no Dancer's idea about we have no idea about Andrew Booth Jr. Um, and again, like Hayes said, and what I saw, the the cornerback class is incredibly deep. You could get two uh, with your draft Easily. picks. Easily. Or you could trade one of your higher picks um, for a team that has a, a, a topper tier cornerback. If you really, really want a young, good guy that could provide you with um, experience in the, the cornerback position. Mm, no, that, that, that I wouldn't do that, but because I don't really know who you trade for. I don't know either. I haven't looked too closely in it. It's a hole, but I, I think in terms of priority, I think with Flores running an aggressive defense, you need good, strong, fast linebackers. Yep. And that's why I think you focus on those guys in the free agent market first. Which, Hayes, I don't know if you have players that come to mind. <clears throat> I did some research this morning of a couple guys. That, the free agent market in linebackers is like 25 people. There's so a guy like, from the feel, Chargers. I can't remember his name. Drew Tanquil, Tranquil? Yeah. I had him written down. Um, obviously, this would be a long shot, but the guy from Buffalo... Uh, Tremaine Edmonds, I think. Yeah, no chance of that happening, but I think but he's, you think we'll think spend 17 million on Jamel Dean. Hence why I said I don't see it happening. Okay. I like the Drew Tranquil one. Him and uh Asimo would work well together. He can stop the run while uh, or he can play the pass while Asamoah can, can play the run. Um, he can't, he's not great in coverage, but uh, uh, he, he'd be a good run stopper. And he's young and he's quicker um, yeah. than both Kendricks and Hicks. Um, he'd also be less expensive. Yeah. I look to see what his like value would be. And he'd be, it'd be like, you could get him, Again, these are like market values, estimated salary predictions, but you could get them like a two-year, $8 million contract. Which thing It'll probably two- end up being more, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, say two years, $10 million contract or $11 million, like still less than Kendrick's. The same as Jordan Hicks, but again, for a guy, Drew Tranquil, I wrote it down, is like 26 or 27. I'm even, yeah. 27, former fourth-round pick, first full season uh, this year, and the Chargers are in terrible cap situation. So the likelihood of him staying with Los Angeles is probably pretty low because they're going to focus on other guys to pay versus a fourth-round draft pick Mm -hmm. who had a productive or slash really good um, season. He had 146 tackles. First pick, five and a half sacks. Um, he, I think he, I think he'd be excellent. You could get him for again, not a lot of money. He's kind of in his prime. He just had his best season yet. He's 27. Mm-hmm. 
don't give them, don't give them like a four or five year contract. Give them two, I'd even be okay with like three years. And then you can, you know, say goodbye when he turns 30. Um, he's pretty, in, he, he broke his ankle once in terms of injuries, but other than that, he's a healthy linebacker. Um, I think he'd be someone that would be very, very exciting. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you also thought that, or you saw his name be brought up. Um, the other one that excited me, he'd be a little bit more money, but the Colts linebacker, Bobby Okiri, Okiki? Okiri. Okiri. Similar situation. He was a third round pick, 27. Um, but again, he has only gotten better each year. And he kind of stepped in for, I think Leonard was the, is the Colts like primary linebacker. And I think he was hurt last year. So um, Okari got more snaps and was productive. Mm-hmm. Um, he's another one where I just don't think the Colts will prioritize um, when they already have a franchise linebacker on their team. And you could get him for more money than Tranquil of the Chargers but still less money than both Hicks and maybe the same as Hicks, but less money than uh, Kendricks. Yeah. And he's 27. So again, kind of in his prime. Mm-hmm. And no, I, like, I like him as well. So, um, okay. Then, so Hayes and I are on the same page about linebackers kind of focus on them free agents. Andrew wants to go cornerback, which is fine. It's wrong, but it's fine. Um, I said linebacker second. So, so you said second. So then were there any ones for you? Cause we can then transition into second um, that kind of stood out. I would say Bobby Okery was a nice one. Otherwise were Sean Evans from Atlanta who got traded to, I believe Cleveland. He had 160 tackles last year. His best season. He's also 27 would be fairly cheap. Um, Another one was Anthony Walker from Cleveland who got hurt for most of the years. So you would probably just sign him on like one year deal. But in the past couple of years, he had over a hundred tackles each year. You're saying these guys names so quickly. Who are the first, who is the Falcons? Sean Evans had 160 okay. tackles his best year. And then Anthony Walker <laughs> Jr. Who was hurt last year. Um, so it'd probably be a one year deal. And uh, he's been pretty good in previous years as well. What's the um, what are the ages of these guys? Both 27. Oh, not bad, it would be like five million. Okay, and these are these are both free agents. Mm-hmm. What was that guy's injury? Uh, it was something with his thigh, I believe. Oh. But it was like five to seven months. But it was back in September. Hmm. Anthony Walker Jr. Torn quad. What was it? Torn quad. Torn quad. Yeah. He'd be, he sounds interesting. I don't know. <clears throat> he must. He didn't really pop up in my original search. Torn quad. Fifth round guy, what'd you say? He was out hmm. all last year. I didn't hear what he said. He's also a former Colt. 
And it does not look like he typically has injury um, history. He played majority of 2018, all of 19, all of 20, majority of 21, and then obviously missed most of last season. But, okay. Not a bad name. Hayes, what was your second name. focus? You said running backs. Yeah, I don't uh, More wide receiver, I think. Wide receiver, yeah. Okay. Anyone specifically stand out? Anyone pop the mind? Um, Do you want me to get the ball rolling for you, Hayes? Yeah, toss some names. Why not? Because <laughs> I was similar. I think uh, focusing on, I think getting a cheap wide receiver, assuming you either have to bite the bullet. You need a deep threat. You need a quick wide receiver. Well, I just it. think realistically, you you will not pay Adam Thielen $19 million this season. I don't see that happening. You either wait until after June 1st and you pay him six and you save 13 million or you cut him before June 1st, which I hopefully you don't have to do, but then you, you know, pay him 13 and save six. You Um, say goodbye after June 1st. Yeah. Pay him six. I think that's most likely what's going to happen. Unless he takes a very, 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 very no. deal. Nope. See ya. Say that We're again. Done. A very what? Team friendly deal. Nope. I, We're I, done. Nothing's really giving that indication from what he has said um, and, and what he expects and wants his role to be. But I don't think you, again, I don't get the absolute hatred for Adam Thielen. Um, He's overpaid. That's he's overpaid. what it comes down Injured to. Injured prone. Um, he's healthy old, last year. Slow. One Anywho, of the worst. Free one of, he is one of the worst wide receivers in man coverage. Um, provides nothing in taking eyes away from Justin Jefferson because you know he won't get open. You could tap him on the shoulder and he'd break his wrist. <laughs> If he did take, though, like an insane, like, team-friendly deal, you would literally say, like, no thanks, goodbye. Unless it saves you money? Yeah, that's what we're asking. That is the question. It's, I mean, it saves you money. Like, we're talking four or five million he's making a year. He's taking a $15 million pickup. I'm not paying him more. I'm not paying him nine million dollars a year. See that? I don't know. I don't know. Nine does not. I mean, uh, what does he provide? He's not a red zone threat anymore. Okay. He. I think he still had. Did he? he, How many touchdowns? Five touchdowns. Whoa. Five. Did he have five? No way. Six. What? No way. You're lying. Hayes, you are acting as if he put up like 30 receptions for 400 yards and three touchdowns. Just reading his stats, if I were to read his stats to you and I didn't tell you the name, if I just read out stats out loud and I said, you could get, you could get a wide receiver that caught 70 passes, 715 yards and six touchdowns for $9 million. You would say no. 
I think you would say yes, and then we'd say that's for Adam Thielen, and you'd be like, uh, uh, uh. Nope. I'd say, how old is he? You say he's 32, injury prone, uh, slow, can't run routes. I'd be like, oh, you're talking about Adam Thielen, the washed Minnesota Vikings wide receiver. I'll pass. All right, Hayes. You could get a guy who, in 2020, he had 76 catches, mm-hmm. 978 yards, and nine touchdowns. In 2021, he had 73 catches, 832 yards, and four touchdowns. Um, he is 32 years old, but you could get him for about four and a half to five million dollars. Yes, 100%. Really? Yes. Last year, his numbers, so I read you 2020 and 2021. Last year, he um, had 46 receptions for 530 yards and three touchdowns. How many games did he play? He played in 16. He started 10. Okay. Who are you talking about? You would still say yes to a 32-year-old who put up half the numbers that Thielen had. Or a $15 million paid pay cut yes Who was but it? I'm, uh, dj shark or no i'm sorry uh, marvin jones marvin jones marvin jones that was kind of one of my top free uh, okay the point you distracted me from my point i think you should get him if you know realistically thielen's not going to take a pay cut i think if by some miracle you could get Thielen for $9 million. Would you still say goodbye to Thielen and pursue another 32-year-old receiver that put up half the numbers? That is my I question. Think you can, I think you can pay him 9 sure, but you have to bring someone else in. It cannot be Thielen, Jefferson, and Osborne again. Okay. Jalen Rager. Jalen Naylor. It's a Jake. Young, doesn't um, know, inexperienced. Anywho, let's go back to Marvin Jones, since he's old. Yes. But you could get him for like four and a half million a half probably million. on a one-year deal. He, he doesn't really have injury history, like substantial injury history. I get what you're looking for, but we need a guy who is speed. That's the, I have the perfect point. one for you, Hazer. I have, the, and I, have the, I have the perfect one for you, Hazer. No, I do, Hazer. Okay. Say it on three. One, three, two, two, three. One. Paris DJ Campbell. Shark. Paris Campbell and DJ Shark. Uh, that Paris was my Campbell third is a one, deep though. threat. Um, I would like Paris Campbell. Yes, I'd like him more than DJ Shark. Cheap, young, fast, somewhat injury prone. Somewhat injury prone. But I like the upside. I like the upside with Paris. DJ Chark, how old is he? He's got to be 27, 28. And he's going to cost a lot. 10, probably 10. He's going to cost a lot more than Paris Campbell's going to cost. A lot more, yeah. No, I agree. I was saying DJ Shark, if. It's not Shark. It's Chark. It's C. It's C H R K. Yeah, Chark. C H A R K. Not Shark. That's what I'm saying. Shark. And shark. Okay. I was saying go after DJ if you had no Thielen, because then you have the you have the the Give the money yeah. And Shark Chark have the fuck you say his name, um, 
has more uh, has at least more upswing than Campbell in terms of has has seen actual success. But yeah, he, he if he's out of the thousand yard season, if you keep Thielen for a pay cut or whatever, then I thousand percent agree. Pick up Paris Campbell for, of the Colts because. Last year, he had 600 yards with Nick Foles, Sam Ellinger, and uh, Matt Ryan. And Who he did? Put up Campbell. Campbell. Oh, yeah. I think if, you know, if he did that with those three god-awful quarterbacks, um, he could de- I think young. definitely be able to do that. Yeah, young and cheap. Mm-hmm. You could get him for, I don't know. Less than five million, I think. Definitely. You're in a four three forty. That's fast. You should not you should not want Thielen back. No, no. The I, only thing he really has for this team to offer is like his leadership and like being a veteran and how long he's been here. But I mean he just like he put up good numbers because he got a lot of targets. Yeah, I mean, you have the best wide receiver in the league getting double covered, triple covered, and you can't create separation because your knees hurt. Like, and you still think you need more targets? Like, dude, hang him up, hang him up, please. Do something. Ask for a trade, please. I don't know what you could get for him. A sixth. We will give you picks to take his contract. <laughs> You get a that actually would be wild though. Box of uh Thinimans. trade Thielen and a fourth, but then they have to take the entire, entire contract. That I would consider. You 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 can't really get much for him. No, I know. Um who were who are some other um free agents that you guys were focusing on or, or thinking about. I kind of said all the people I liked. I really, I really think, you know, a couple young linebackers in free agent market should be the first thing we go after, which is less than a month away. The yeah. official, the official signing is either March 16th or 17th uh, or no, maybe it's the 15th. I don't know. One of those dates, but you can start, talking so like the rumors start um march 13th where like you can start talking to players and getting things close to official and in the next couple weeks you'll probably see a lot of cuts restructures things like that plans more plans i mean Derek car will be released today i think you have to have some sort of cap positiveness um to be able to go out and bid on free agents. Yeah. From what I've read, you, you, you can't be, you know, 15 plus million in the hole and telling free agents like, Oh, I'll pay you 10 million, even though we don't have the money. Like that's my understanding as to why it's important to cut now or within Mm -hmm. these next few weeks. Mm -hmm. And I think for our listeners, kind of the obvious ones that you can prepare to expect to see are the guys we listed at the beginning, Eric Hendricks, great career with the Viking. He'll be a, a Viking ring, ring of honor guy. Yes, he will, Andrew, he will. 
Who cares about the Vikings Ring of Honor? Fans do. I know. I know you are like this sadistic person that only cares about um, who we can get for the cheapest and and being undefeated and and you have no no care for any type of fun with the franchise. But most people do like players that last a long time and they they are sad to see some of their favorites leave i know that's kind of a weird thing for your robotic heart to understand (laughs) um but some people watch because of the players and because of of having a favorite player i think we should all say goodbye to the bums who cost us a 13 win season to be there's nothing there's nothing good behind it there's nothing that was good behind it. So thank you, Eric Kendricks. Thank you, Jordan Hicks. Thank you, Harrison Smith. Thank you, Patrick Peterson. Thank you, Zadarius Smith. Thank you, Dalvin Tomlinson. Thank you, Harrison Phillips. Thank you. Are you saying goodbye to all these players? Cameron Bynum. Not sure. I'm, no, just, I'm just kind thanking of letting them. him. I'm letting I'm just him do his them. shtick so we can move I, on to the next part. I'm just thanking them for um, their their work in ruining a season that could have been great. Uh, but instead, we lost a home playoff game. So yeah. Oh, and thank you, Ed Donatel. Mm-hmm. I'll speak for them. All um, they don't, they don't care about your your thanks or your praise, or they don't accept your thanks. Well, it was sarcasm. They all suck. Um, once they again, I was just I was trying to sum up sort of the obvious people that we were saying goodbye to, and Hayes once again had to take it into the fact that he hates anyone that doesn't put up. 1800 yards and 120 catches and yeah actually i think you do hate everyone other than justin jefferson because you hate kirk because he's too much money you hate dalvin cook because he's too much money you hate Thielen because he's slow um you don't speak much about hawkinson but i'm sure you probably hate him because no, i don't know he I don't, I don't is him. weird looking he takes eyes away from jefferson so um he does his job Exactly. Thank you. Yes. When it comes down to it, this is a business. All right. If players are (laughs) underperforming, like you're underperforming at work, you're going to get fired. Yep. Adam Thielen, your time is up, buddy. Eric Hendricks, time up. Harrison Smith, way too much money for a safety and a 34 year old safety. To my points. No, your points are. Points are you can be nice to him. We need to be nice to him. No, we don't. No. We're wasting money. No. My point is you can appreciate the history that they provided you. Without it, thank you for continuing the stretch of no Super Bowls. <laughs> thank you for ten years of of or eight of your Mediocracy. ten years of success. <laughs> thank you for for Pro Bowl seasons. Thank you for. I mean, you guys choose to forget that they that these players. There's a reason why they cost so much freaking money because they were worth it at one point in time. They were some of the best players at one point in time. Their time is done. I'm agreeing. It's time to move on. It's time to give your thanks and praise. That is fine. Say your goodbyes. You're not supposed to keep people because you like them. I get that. But I think you can still honor, respect, appreciate what they did give you in years past. You know who the Vikings are starting at center next year? I, I don't care, honestly. Frustration. Care Middle linebacker. Pain. You're starting strong safety. Depression. These are the players that cause fans to lose their mind. Mm. once again this season a lot of those players they're playing too long they didn't know when to to 
hang up the spikes or they should have done it earlier, but you can't ignore what they gave you in years past. All, all I'm saying, we didn't have a podcast four years Thank ago. You. So Thank you, Eric Hendricks, for your Pro Bowl appearance. It was so fun watching you in the Pro Bowl. I'm done listening to you for at least 30 seconds here. Um, uh, let's see here. We talked about, okay, I'll unmute you. Oh, he muted himself now. There we go. Um, okay. Uh, I've lost my train of thought because Hayes just makes me so angry. Um, you're talking about Eric Hendricks ring of honor. Yeah. I just don't think uh, he's a ring of honor guy. Fine. I, I disagree wholeheartedly, but it's fine. Um, Harrison Smith. Yeah, maybe probably. <laughs> Other people who, yeah, the whole point was to summarize. I was try- just trying to summarize. Kendricks is gone. Who's, who's head now? Hicks but... is gone. CJ Ham is gone. Um, Chris Reed. No one even knows who that is, but yes, he's gone. I'm saying other people don't know. I know who he is. Dad has no idea who Chris Reed is. Guarantee it. Um, uh, I feel like he would. No, no chance. I think you got to consider Greg Joseph. He's a free agent, isn't he? Him. I'm not sure. I yes. thought he was. So, yeah, I mean, that'll be a whole nother episode we can talk about is who who the heck is our kicker for 2023? Because that's something that we'll have to figure out. Um, and, I mean, I mean, during that free agent talk, we talked about Thielen's contract, but I think... So what position do you guys want to see be taken in the first round? Bro, there's no way we're going to... Just position, you just want blind... I think we should draft a cornerback. Even though the draft is super deep in corners? Wide receiver. Nice, Hayes. Well, wide receiver, we're looking at. Receiver. Maybe the guy from USC. Mm, more of a Boston College, uh, Zay Flowers kind of guy. Yeah. Boston College plays against people who are stupid, so he has no talent. Doesn't mean you can't have a good player from there. Name a good player from Boston College. Boston College is a tough school to get into, so I'm guessing they probably play against smart people. Yeah, see, that's a good point. I haven't, I haven't really paid much attention to the draft. I've been too fixated on free agency, so I don't know. I think, I think you you draft sort of one of the the best player that's available on the board, um, unless it's a uh, I guess I, I don't. Think we, yeah, tight end. Yeah, tight end. That's about it. Left tackle. Um, left tackle, right tackle. Yep. Tackle. So, who knows? One guy that I saw that we could pick up that would cost very little money that would love to see back, Jarek Jet McKinnon. I'm good. Two mil. I'm also good. Two mil for just an extra. Where are you uh, getting these numbers? There's a it's, it's estimated. It's Sport Track, I think, is what it's called. Website. Can you can see like, market can like value of market value one? of this player. So, um, okay, <clears throat> we can probs close out on this epi. I had ten touchdowns last year. McKinnon. Yep. 
See? Red Zone Fiend. Could have had one in the Super Bowl, but chose to honor his team. Gotta make sure his team wins. Thank you, Jerry. Um, but, okay. Next epi, we can talk maybe more about what we do with Captain Kirk Cousins, um, Harrison Smith. Goodbye, goodbye. You're both fried. Restart. Completely restart this team despite winning 13 games. Right? 13 games plus a playoff win? Isn't it interesting how quickly the Eagles went from Super Bowl to rebuild back to Super Bowl? It's because they weren't mediocre every single year. They didn't settle. 14th overall draft picks and 15th overall draft picks and 16th overall draft picks. I think they also have they also have a points you have to suck. They've also hit. They've hit on their draft picks too. That's I mean, that's something that is not completely expected. The Vikings never hit on draft picks. People did not think Hertz was a franchise quarterback, and I think he's definitely proving people wrong at this point. So um we'll see what the draft the draft brings us. Um I don't know. Each year is different. We didn't expect there was no expectation last year to even have made the playoffs. I feel there's no expectation to win the division. Um, it was a competitive rebuild. So I think you continue to have sort of that mindset um, and see where it takes you. It continues to take you to mediocrity. Don't no playoff saying, wins. Hey, stop saying continue because you have a brand new coach with a brand new general manager. Okay. You don't have a brand new team, but I think you'll see a, a, a more new team this year. You'll see a lot of the guys who they want, who they thought would um, pick up where they left off in like 2020. Um, clearly uh, did not, did not work. And I think they'll make those tough decisions this year. If, I am wrong, and you see Kendricks and Thielen and Smith and Cook. If you see all those guys again on the team next year, then I'll eat my words. But until then, I stop saying continue because it's it's a new, uh, it's new owner or not new ownership, but it's a new whatever you want to call Front it. Office. Front regime. office. Thank you. New regime. So last year, it's it's new. It's fresh. So. We don't know what next year will hold. I'd agree because, like last year, you kind of thought the defense was really just stunk because of the play calling. Mm-hmm. Like Eric Hendricks, you still thought it was pretty good. Um, you thought you could, I guess, slightly run it back with your cornerbacks, even though they're all pretty trash. But now, like this year, you realize, yes, it was play calling, but also a lot of these guys are kind of just past their prime. Exactly. So, like, even with, like, Delvin Cook last year and Thielen, like, you still thought those guys were really good. Now, a year later, you just, like... You reevaluate. I think think you have to... It's a... It's, the like, the most important offseason, I mean, I guess, already, but, like, for Quasi and Kevin O'Connell to show that they're not just, like, nice. Like, they actually have to make, like, those business decisions to improve the team. And if they don't, then, yeah, they're stuck in mediocrity for a while. And if you keep keep Kirk Cousins at quarterback, sixty one years. I swear to God, Hayes actually just does not listen. He really doesn't. 
You literally just blurted out 61 years when for the last five minutes, Andrew and I have talked about you have to look at this new team as a new team. 2009 Vikings! 2017 Vikings! It didn't seem too new when they keep losing in the first round. That's not new. All right, we're closing out. Because I need to take like an anti-anxiety pill after this podcast episode. Um, this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. Skull, baby, skull.